Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Tuesday morning. And it's supposed to be, if I understand, a very wonderful and beautiful day today. So praise God for that. And uh, so hopefully uh, some of you all get out and enjoy it and uh, maybe get some yard work done or whatever the case may be. So uh uh, some have to, whenever it fails, when you have to work, that's when it's the prettiest out. And when you're off, that's when it wants to rain. So <laughs> that's usually par for the course for whatever reason. But, uh, but anyway, I do hope everybody has a good day. I know there's a lot going on in our country right now, and, uh, it can be a little, uh, uh unnerving, uh, cause we just don't know what, uh, what to expect day by day. And, uh, Last night, uh, they were showing uh, some demonstrators in Johnson City, and I, uh, you know, I I can't help but, you know, I get angry, and uh, it's almost comical in a way because all they're doing is parroting what they've seen on television. Uh, They're uh, trying to block the road to be cute. Uh, so we're, eventually they were starting to get a little out of hand and had to be uh, arrested, a few of them. And uh, I watched them as they laid on the ground and put their hands behind their back, exactly what you've seen them do up north and on the television. I thought they don't even—I don't think they even have a clue why they're uh, protesting. Uh, you know, no justice, no peace. Well, justice is being served. Uh, the the man and those involved have been arrested. All right, what happened with George Floyd was heinous, was wrong, was bad. Justice has been served. I mean, I don't know what, and, and uh, I don't know what more they, they think is going to happen here. Uh, this Black Lives Matter, I can't, uh, I have a real problem with. The whole basis of the Black Lives Matter movement was based on a lie. Uh, nothing was ever said about the four police officers in Texas who were gunned down by the Black Lives Matter individuals. And uh, so I have real problems with that. And then to see police officers in certain areas kneeling uh, on one knee uh, and, and supposedly in solidarity, to me, I just, I don't, I don't I know there's a lot of mixed feelings on how people feel about this stuff, but I just, that does my dad says just burn my bacon because uh, the, to me, all I could think of was uh, Crapper Nick and uh, uh, his disrespect to this country and to this flag and uh, what he was doing, what he was representing, and to see some of these police officers do that to kowtow to these. Uh, little scumbags just uh, really ticks me off. And uh, you can agree, you can disagree. We're adults, uh, and uh, uh, you have your opinions, I have mine. But I just, um, I think that uh, uh, they're, like I said, in rural areas, I believe that, you know, I'm sure that there's uh, times when racism is still prevalent. I think for the most part, we see a lot of equality uh, that goes on in our uh, country right now. But uh, like I said, even George Floyd, as heinous as that was, was he targeted specifically because of his color? Did this happen specifically because of his color? Or did this happen and it just so happened he was a man of color? You know, begs the question. Uh, there's a difference in that. And uh, so, but what we're seeing there is uh, the destruction of our, our, our major cities. Uh, you know, as, as the sun goes down, uh, you know, it comes it becomes less about George Floyd and more about destruction and chaos. 
And uh, that's the real problem here that we're seeing. And I, uh, 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 even George Floyd's family has come out and said, that, you know, this is wrong. We want peace. You know, burning down uh, these um, these uh, these businesses is not, uh, uh, you know, it's not helping. It's not being peaceful. It's not uh, doing anything to honor his uh, death and what had happened. Uh, good morning, Mr. Miller. And uh, so, you know, I, I uh, I'm sure like a lot of you, I'm just really frustrated, really aggravated with these little young children these punks because that's all there is just children uh you will look at these uh particularly johnson city i don't think he's hardly anybody i've uh, probably it was even barely 30 years old he's all a bunch of little kids out there trying to be cute and trying to get 15 seconds of uh of fame i guess on their television sets or social media and uh they, i don't think they even had a clue what they're even out there for they just want to get out there to be seen and cause problems like i say i i see uh differing viewpoints i love our president i think he's doing a great job i think he's doing what he's supposed to but uh, some of the uh disgusting comments in regards to our president uh, uh really make me angry uh seeing these looters stealing uh, makes me angry uh seeing uh these, these uh like i said these cops kneeling uh ticks me off <laughs> you know so i'm right there you know uh, there's a lot of emotion right now a lot of people are very upset a lot of anger a lot of fear that's why we really need prayer for this nation like never before we need uh people to come together so i put on facebook yesterday i love to see all of our area churches all of our pastors all of our, our christian brothers and sisters come together and pray for this nation Prayer changes things. Prayer is powerful. And if we could all come together, put away silly differences. You know, there's a, it's a sad state of affairs that a lot of churches won't come together because a lot of pastors are jealous of each other. It's just, I have never in my lifetime ever understood that. Not all of them. Like I said, you can't paint everybody with a broad brush. But a lot of churches won't work together. There may Now, if there's minor theological differences, man, you're going to pass that and go on. Now, if there are major ones, you know, obviously you don't want to associate yourself with a cult, like the Mormons, Jehovah's Witness, or a false religion like Islam or Buddhism or something like that, obviously. But, um, but a lot of pastors, man, if we work together, uh, imagine what we could accomplish. You know, if we could go out and talk to these protesters, explain to them the love of Jesus Christ, explain to them the things of the gospel, explain to them what happened was wrong, is wrong. But with Jesus Christ, you know, we can uh, overcome this hate with love, with Christ's love. Not with love, just general love, uh, but with agape love, all right? And it's just, uh, if they could just understand that. But so many are trying to fight hate with hate, and that's not going to work. And if these churches would just get their heads out of their, uh, out of the proverbial uh, sand and work together, Man, I think we could do a lot. And, uh, you know, Lord willing, I plan on doing an abortion march uh, January 22nd. And I've sent out letters to all the area churches and uh, uh, just as a precursor, let them know what's coming. So I'll go ahead and mark that on our calendar. And then I plan on sending out more uh, letters um, uh, and reminder uh, when it gets closer to the time. And, and uh, it's not a, 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 a march uh, and to be angry, but a march to demonstrate that we are fighting for life. We're fighting for the unborn. We're trying to make a voice for those who do not have a voice. 
But uh, but what we're seeing here, like I said, John City blocking traffic, that, that's not doing nothing. They, they would get, garner far more attention than if walking peacefully on the sidewalk. That right now, because see, that's what everybody's expecting, is you to block the traffic, is to cause problems, is the looting. That's, that's, the, that's the, the, what everybody expects, but to stand out and to march peacefully. Look at in the 60s, you know, when, uh, and, and when Martin Luther King, what did he, he walked in peace. He did not do these things in, in, in looting and anger. In fact, he was trying to tell people to, hey, put these things away. Let's, do, let's protest peacefully in what they were in, in equal rights and, and what he was doing. And look what he accomplished doing things in a peaceful manner. You could get your, your, your point across so much better, so much easier than trying to cause trouble. But again, you're dealing with children who have, have uh, grown up with little to no real history being taught in the uh, taught to them or a rewrite of history. You've got uh, children who have not grown up in Christian homes. You've, uh, you've, you've got uneducated kids because, they, because there's no child left behind. Uh, every kid's pushed ahead in school. It doesn't matter if they make the grade or not. It just, you know, they just, so we have some uneducated individuals, people who don't even watch the news. So it, this is why we have a lot of this stuff that's going on. If they knew our history and knew uh, what our founding fathers stood for, if they knew what uh, peacekeepers like Martin Luther King were trying to accomplish, uh, they, they could mimic those things and get their point across. But unfortunately, we have uh, ignorant, uneducated individuals who want to parrot the idiots and the lowlifes out there and don't have a clue as to why. But anyway, there's a long intro into what I'm going to talk about this morning. If you want to look at 1 John uh, chapter 3, verse 17, let me see if I got it up here. Hold on. First John three seventeen. But whoso hath this world's good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? All right. And as me old Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. Now, the reason why for reading this this morning is I wanted to talk about is the sanctity of life, and that just ties right in with what I'm talking about this morning, and as to why we're seeing. Uh, what we're seeing in regards to the looting. You know, uh, these rioters, uh, they are anarchists. Uh, they want to cause destruction. They want to destroy. They don't care about human life. It showed uh, police officers being beat, showing police officers being shot. Uh, you're seeing these things because they, you know, abortion, just like everything they're talking about doing a march for abortion. People, when it comes to the sanctity of life, it has no value to them because it's been ingrained uh, to a lot of these younger people that, uh, hey, it's your body, your choice. That That is not a life within you. That's just a clump of cells. So when life has no meaning, then what does it matter if you go out and beat up a police officer, shoot a police officer, kill somebody, beat someone up, cause chaos, cause destruction? When you get further and further away from God, when you get further and further away from Christ Jesus, more evil will be rampant. But when you understand the sanctity of life, understand that we're created in God's image, that we were set apart from everything in creation, you know, when you understand that we are, uh, they, we are in God's image, that uh, that is not that makes us great or that makes us uh, uh, more 
better uh, or uh, as an individual uh, because just because we're creating God's image, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, then obviously your father is the devil. You're going to do evil and wrong things. But when you accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you understand uh, what God has done and understand his creation and what he has accomplished. Then you can have great respect and great love for what God has created. And that's just it. We are set above. We are set apart above the rest of creation. I tell you, a commercial, my wife can tell you that I hate and I despise so much. It gets on my nerves. I, just, I can't get to the rope fast enough to turn it. Shows this woman with her with her cat uh, on her shoulder. And her kid said, I'm bleeding. I'm hurt. Well, get a Band-Aid. And she smiles at the cat and acts like she has disdain for her child. Well, uh, it's really bad. Well, get a second Band-Aid and smiles at her stupid cat. I mean, that just bothers me. All right, listen, I love animals. All right, we've got a cat. We've got four dogs. We love animals. All right, I don't, you know, but, you know, in reality, if that's what how a mother is acting, then, you know, that's, that's something wrong with that. You should be pushing your stupid cat off your shoulder, go over there and see what's wrong with your child, make sure they're okay because your child is above the animal. Now, listen, you know, we, we talk about uh, fur babies and, and um, you know, and, and things like that, and that's fine. You know, they're, they are like little children, and when a pet dies, it, it is it's heartbreaking. I understand that. But they are not children. They are animals. And, and, and that's the problem with our society. They have equated animals and humans on the same level. God has set us apart. We are above the animals, and we are to take care of them. And so we are not animals, okay? <laughs> Let's make sure we get that clear. And But when we understand what God has created, what he has done, we understand his joy, his peace, his love, what he has done, then we can appreciate life. Well, that's why we want to protect the unborn. That's why we want to, to uh, stand up against tyranny and, and uh, those who would cause harmful actions to other human beings. See, that's why, you know, sometimes war is horrible. I mean, not sometimes that war is horrible, but sometimes we have to go to war, uh, that, and it is horrible. But uh, we have to, in order to protect life, in order to defend and do what is right. Just like this with George Floyd. As horrible as it was, somebody should have stood up, put their stupid camera down, and tried to do something. I realize that these were police officers, and it's hard to stand in the face of that because we are, we are to respect our, those in authority. We are to respect our police officers. But when you see a heinous act like this, we have to respond. We have to act. You know, I, I equate that. And says, well, what is I supposed to do? Well, you know, say if you were in a wartime situation and you're a soldier, you have to follow orders. But if, what if an order comes down to shoot a, a, a child or do something that's very heinous and that you know in the core of your being is wrong, is immoral? That's when you have to say no. Even though that order is given, even though there may be repercussions to what you've done, you have to stand up for what is moral and right, and you may have to disregard that order. A lot of men in battle have had to do that, and uh, and as a result, many have been pinned uh, medals of honor and, uh, and and glad that they did stand up against a certain order. And uh, you know, we are respecting our police officers, and right now we need to pray for them like never before. There are a lot of good men and women out there who are trying to do what is right, and they're under attack. Their families. Are are scared their children are scared and rightfully so and we need to pray for these individuals good men and women so we need to respect them we need to obey them and uh and not go against that but in a very rare situation such as this maybe somebody should have stood up maybe somebody should have uh tried to do something to prevent this uh, this wrong that was being committed 
because we need to value life because we are made in God's image and because of those who love Jesus Christ those who have given their life to Jesus Christ we need to make sure that uh, we are portraying that and that we are fighting for those who do not have a voice fighting for the unborn fighting for you know if there is a racial injustice being done then yes we need to be vocal about that we need to stand up about that in a peaceful way and say this is wrong this is not how human beings should be treated you know, I'm a Christian. I love Lord Jesus Christ with all my heart and soul. And, um, you know, and I do not agree with Islam. It is a false religion. It is known as a religion of the sword. It is a very vile and vulgar religion. And, um, uh, and, if, and if anyone who is, a, uh, is into, involved in Islam, man, you need to turn away and get away from that and come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. He was not just a prophet. He was uh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is fully God and fully man uh, when he walked this earth. And because um, uh, those in Islam, they think he's merely a, just merely a prophet, just a good man. That's why I say that. But my point is, if I was in the store and I saw uh, a, a woman uh, dressed in the, he, uh, the he, hijab, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, the coverings, and, um, uh, and someone was being mean to her, even though I don't agree with that religion, I would still stand in front of her and i say, you leave her alone. That is wrong. We don't do that. See, that's what they call respect. It's a thing called manners. It's a thing that's not being taught at homes because men have no longer are being men and teaching their children the ways of, of, of what it means to be a man and women teaching their young their girls to be a, a Christian young lady. They're not, God is no longer first in the home. They're not teaching to stand up for those who have no voice, those who cannot defend themselves. Why? Because we have the golden rule. We have the moral law that we have here in God's word. We have this in God's word to guide us so that we will make the right decisions and do the right thing and to preserve life and to protect it. And, and that's one thing that uh, I've always taught my kids. Don't you start no, no trouble, but don't you take nothing either. And if you see someone who can't defend themselves, you go over there and you make sure you defend those individuals because that's what we are supposed to do. You know, if there was more men out there teaching their sons to be men, you know, I told my wife the other day, that's something that just really, it just it amazes me how far, uh, you know, because of the toxic masculinity that's being thrown out there that little boys are being taught to, you need to be more like little girls. no. Boys are to be boys who who are they are going to be rambunctious. They're not going to act like girls. Why? Because we're different sexes. We will not think the same. We'll not act the same. Anybody that's married will tell you that. You know, we're all different planes sometimes. But you know, what really ticked me off is seeing. Uh, I was watching The Quiet Man with John Wayne. I mean, you you think uh, uh, you know now he he may have portrayed more of a uh, more of a hyper masculine type of individual. You know, and uh, it, but. He, he was kind of a, a real man's man. But uh, and then uh, uh, when it went on, uh, you know, during the commercial break, you hear he's showing him, and he's he's standing tall, he's standing strong, he's showing his commercial break. It shows these little <sighs> scrawny little uh, guys dancing around. And I don't even know what the commercials even was. It was just it was such a shock to see a man's man and to see these little flittering, fluttering uh weenie little guys i just i was like oh my gosh what is wrong with our world what is going on it is because the god of this world has blinded so many without god hey sexual immorality anything goes without god evil is going to permeate and is, is going to to 
to take over. Without God, darkness is, is going to, uh, to consume. But we have to be, those who are saved, have to be that light of the world. We have to show Jesus Christ. We have to stand true. We have to stand strong. We're going to be called names. We're going to be called bigots. We're going to be called hate mongers. They're going to call us names. Let them call the names they want to. Who gives a road its backside? Let's stand true for what is in God's word and stand for what is right. Man, you've got to start standing up. You know, I understand we all make mistakes. Everybody, a man, male or female, we all make mistakes. Sometimes we get in relationships that didn't work out. And uh, and, and as a result, a lot of men, because of their despise or, or hatred uh, towards uh, uh, that uh, the woman they were with, they, they neglect that child they had with that lady. That's not the kid's fault, all right? You need to spend that time with your son, with your daughter. You need to spend that time and show them uh, that you still care, that you still love them. And you need to show them Jesus Christ. If you've made a commitment to Christ, you need to ex ex show that and show that same love and show that same commitment to those kids and let them know that you are there. Hey, I, I speak from experience. It was hard for me uh, when I split up with my son's um, mother. It was very difficult, and uh, it was hard. And I made a lot of bad decisions, and I wish I could have got to spend more time with him. Uh, to this day, I, I try hard to reach out to him, and I still don't get to see him very much, and it breaks my heart. But the thing of it is, even though the easy thing would be, you know, since he, his lack of response a lot of times, it would be to say, you know what, forget it. And, uh, and not even try anymore. But you know what? Praise God that he does not do that to us. A lot of times we're slow to respond. We're slow to react to what God's trying to tell us or talk to us. But he doesn't give up on us. And he still accepts us. He still loves us. He still forgives us. And he's still there. And he's still trying. He's at the door. He's there knocking. And he, he doesn't give up. And so we can be that reflection of Christ Jesus we can't give up. We can't give up on our kids. We can't give up on our spouses. We can't give up on our morals. We can't give up on this country. So let us pray for our president. Let us pray for our country. Let us understand the value and the sanctity of life. And the only way we can do that is through God's word. And, as, and so if you are not active in church, if you don't know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, you need to make that commitment today. We need to get involved in church. We need to put Christ first. If this country could put Christ first in the forefront like never before, imagine what could change. Imagine how this nation could change for the better. But as long as you keep hiding, as long as you keep compromising, as long as you stay remain silent and allow all this garbage to exist, all this immorality to continue without saying a word because you don't want to be judged or don't want to be accused of judging rather, then guess what? Don't be surprised when all these things happen. So let's make sure we're putting Christ first in all things and in all areas of our life and let us understand the value and the sanctity of life. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. And Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy, your love, your joy, your peace. Lord, let us value life. Let us understand uh, how precious it is. Lord, let us be the men and women you've called us to be. Let us stand for what is right and let us stand against what is wrong. Let us abhor evil and sin as you do. Lord, let us be a light in this world of darkness. Let us be that salt of the earth. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch over, protect us this day. Be with this country, heal this land, bring peace upon us, Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord, touch the hearts and minds of so many that are lost and that they'll come to know you before it's too late. And Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer request for our police officers, our men and women, Lord Jesus, that you bring protection about them, that you watch over them. And Lord, please let them know that they are loved, they are needed, and they are appreciated. And Lord, I uh, just pray that you a special prayer for Kim Penix, who bring healing upon her, uh, Ron and Thelma Thompson. Uh, I pray to be with Roger Winters. I pray to be with Linda and David Feathers and uh, uh, Troy and Ginger Hood. I pray to be with Wendy Lee. Uh, Lord, I pray to be with Verna Campbell's sister, Richard Campbell's father, and uh, uh, Lord, so many of the prayer requests that I receive each and every day. Lord, let our military know that they are needed and appreciated, and uh, doctors and nurses, be with our president, give him protection about him and his family, wisdom and discernment during these difficult times. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. I hope you all have a blessed and wonderful day today. If you would uh, like to share these devotions, uh, you can always find me here on Facebook at Dr. Young 77 If uh, your friends or family don't do Facebook, you can find me on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young and watch all the devotions there. And or, as always, you can always go to my podcast, The Doc Young Chronicles, Apple iTunes, free of charge, don't cost you a thing, audio only, but you can listen to all the devotions, all of our Fountain Life Bible Church's uh, sermons and the podcasts uh, my wife and I do each and every uh, Saturday at 6 o'clock. So be sure to tune into that. So hope everyone has a blessed day, a wonderful day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.